You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey, The Good, The Bad, and The Branding with Danielle Clem, the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs, whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters. We're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem. Hey everyone, Danielle here. Just a quick friendly heads up before we get started that we have a community over on Facebook created for women just like you called the Female Biz Journey Insider Group. So you can find that over on Facebook and it'll be down in the show notes here to help you with any extra info, resources, or anything else that the guests or myself want to throw at you. So if that sounds good to you, then head over there and we can talk a little bit more. Now let's get started with the show. Welcome back, honestly. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I hope the first couple episodes you guys have enjoyed, especially with um, our fantastic guests, because I love each and every one of them who comes on, because as you can probably hear in some of the episodes, as I just finished another one earlier today, and man, there's just some beautiful people out there, and thankfully they have graciously allowed time in their day to help uh, talk to me and you guys, so I'm so happy that they're here, but today we're doing another solo podcast, and we're going to get into some of my favorite topics, and one of those is branding, and guys, I am a branding... (laughs) a branding fiend, whatever you want to call me. I love branding. I love me a good brand, some good colors, but really what I love most about what branding can do is it can help evoke an emotion and a connection between your customers, between your followers, who gets connected with your brand. And I think that's something that's so true and people need to get better. And I think what we need to do as entrepreneurs is really look at what we're wanting to do long term with ourselves, with our business, with our brand, because those all play into what you can do. And it's funny because there's actually, I wanted to give a little notion about what actual, what the actual definition of a brand is. So by American Marketing Association, is a brand is a name, term, design, symbol, or any other feature that defines one seller's good or service as distinct from those of other sellers. If that didn't put you to sleep, I don't know what would. But the thing is, is it's true in the sense of, yes, each part of what they said, the term, the name, the design, the symbol does help identify, helps you stand out from the crowd. However, for example, when you think of Coca-Cola or when you think of uh, Disney, I don't think the first thing you think about, unless Coke, yes, for Disney, it's a little bit harder. Do you think about, you know, the the color? Maybe you think about the font name or the, you know, the specific Disney font that you see everywhere. But you think about what has been your experience with it. What was the connection with the brands that you've had? Because, for example, with me, you know, there's brands that do a really good job of it. They, they know their audience so well. They know every part of what they need to do. However, they're not doing it or they're not fully executing it because you can have a beautiful color. You can have a beautiful palette. You can have a beautiful logo. 
But if you do not use that to help evoke an emotion or a connection with your audience, you'll just have a pretty picture. And that's what I try and tell all of my clients who are for website design or for branding is that I'm not just here to give you a pretty picture. I'm here to also give you a platform for which you connect with your audience and they want to know more about you. And when they do learn more, they start to fall in love with you and not in the romantic way, but more so in the sense of a connection is formed. And I think that that's something that is so beautiful nowadays. That's if you can hone in on that correctly, it's so powerful. For example, Jenna Kutcher is one of my favorite people who does branding so well. And the thing about hers too is that she's not only accepted all of her, what people might call flaws, but she's owned it and talks about it. And I love that because the thing is, especially nowadays, there's so many ads that go on that have the perfect picture, the perfect still production, whatever it is. But when you don't have any emotion behind it, you're just kind of lacking it. Or if you don't have a good story, which story is so huge, which I'll get on in a later episode about because I enjoy talking about that so much. Um, But without those elements, you don't remember it. Like there's I think the best part about this too in this age is that we actually enjoy more is if you can accept and talk about your, you know, flaws. I hate saying flaws, but uh, talking about whatever you feel is um, something that differentiates you. Sometimes it's not always a, you know, you might not think it's a good thing, but others relate to. For example, my first episode of this, I talked about my mom and stepmom passing away before I graduated high school. Definitely not something that I thought I would talk about, but the thing is, I had so many people reach out to me afterwards saying thank you so much for talking about this because without this, you know, I would not have thought to um, be more vulnerable. I wouldn't have thought to talk about my story more, and the thing about that is, is your brand is without a shadow of a doubt, your business And honestly, it is your legacy. And I don't know about a lot of people who think too much into the future in that sense of their legacy. But what I want you to think about more so is when you look at your brand, do you see yourself? Do you see your audience? What what do you see when you look at your logo or your pictures or your website? Because that plays a huge factor into what your audience sees. If they don't see you or if they don't see them in you, if they don't see a part of themselves inside of your copy and your website and your logo, they won't connect to it. I mean, there's a reason why there's a reason why Harley Davidson does not try to go with pink and frills unless they might be doing an extra color on a women's shirt. But if you look at that brand, I have never in my whole entire life <laughs> seen them try and change it to uh to pink or to green because they know their colors for a reason. And they also are really great about connecting with, they're also great when it comes to connecting with their audience. They know who their clients are. They still, they tell stories to their clients with intention and emotion and create that kind of, kind of bond that you need for any brand or any business. For example, one of them I think it was Harley Davidson at this point. I am not too sure, but I'm pretty sure it was. They talk about how they 
their tagline is something towards sense of like embrace freedom or on the road or something to that sense of they literally include a desired feeling inside of their copy. And if you don't know what copy is, um, really it's just about the writing that's on your website or ads that help to convince others um, that they should buy from you or, you know, get your services from you. That's what copy is. Um, And the part that makes that so beautiful is that when people are reading things, they want to see what you can do for them. But really, they want you to show what you can do for them. There's actually one of the speakers I went to in the uh, social media marketing world conference. Man, I still can't get over how long that name is. Um, One of them was talking about website design, Andy Crestadina, who... uh, who owns Orbit Media, fantastic, very smart man, and he was talking about website design for conversions, for, you know, call to actions, for persuasion, you know, really setting those, really setting those plans and action in your website and design work of it so that your clients stick with you, but also that Google doesn't hate you because as we know, SEO can play a factor. I don't think it's end-all be-all um, from what I've seen. But one of the things that is so true is if you go onto any Amazon product page, whether it's for a book, electronics, toys, whatever it might be, he actually looked at it and saw that 51% of that page alone was just about proof. And what proof means is it's social proof. Uh, This is where people are raving about your product, they're endorsing what you do, that kind of thing. And I tell this to anyone I can is that proof, I guess, let's go with that, let's let's go with that saying because we're here, Um, the proof is in the pudding, and, you know, it doesn't matter if it's something that's one or two sentences, but that helps, that helps root your brand even more into their mind because they see from people who are just like them, you're giving them the result that they want or that they need or that they desire for themselves, so, the brand, the way that I see it is that brand or branding, it's not just one aspect. It's not just the design aspect because you can design a logo or a symbol, whatever you're doing in the matter of minutes nowadays. There's so many websites for that. However, if you're not going in with it with the intention of I'm really trying to talk to that to my audience, to that person, your ideal client, that one person who needs what you have from the bottom of their heart, then then you won't be able to actually get the effect of what good branding can do. For example, if you're going onto a website that was all pictures, unless you were a photographer, but still you need some kind of text, but if you're going on there and it's just pictures with no words, what are you going to think? Are you going to think, wow, that is really pretty. This looks really nice. Okay, I'm going to go now to this uh, to this other website that got me in with, you know, a catchy title and they also have good graphics. Wow, that's amazing. And their layout, it doesn't hurt my eyes because it's not cluttered and it's longer and it shows proof and all of these things, they're going to go with or they're going to learn more at least with that person than just the pictures alone. Because I believe that with branding, everyone has their own opinion about it. And I think that that's totally valid because we're all different people with different thoughts. However, there's something about now in 2018, we can't just rely 
on the logo to do all the work. We can't just rely on um, a symbol to be the the end-all be-all because that's just not how our brains work. Our brains work even though they're still thousands of years old from the uh, caveman times. They really connect with emotion and storytelling and connection. If you can get them in one of those ways, that would do you even more good than giving them tons of facts and research. Because do you remember the story of Moana or a Disney character or any kind of movies? Or do you remember that the first year that Disney opened, they had, you know, something 0.5% of people and X, Y, and Z in this, and the and Moana charted, you know, millions of dollars in this and that. Do you remember the numbers or do you remember what actually was a story about? And I can probably tell you right now, I'm not a psychic, but you probably remember the story more because that's how, that's how we interact with people. It's how we connect things because our brain, we store so much information. Branding helps differentiate us, but copy and websites and design in that sense helps connect us. So think of branding when it comes to the logo, the name, and the symbol as more of a mile marker when the actual brand itself is the actual highway exit that shows you, I need to get off of this exit so I can go to that person, or I need to get off this exit because that's the right way to go. So remember that branding is not always going to be just a just a one-dimensional thing because we're not one-dimensional people. And I think that's something that we forget sometimes and that I forget sometimes too because I, oh my gosh, do I love a good color palette and color theory. I could go on about it for days. I think it's so fun. However, colors will only do so much without the other components of words and the right placement and white space and I'm not going to get too much into the the website and design jargon but there's something really beautiful about kind of playing off of each other when it comes to the logo connects with the copy connects with the photography connects with the design of the website connects to the email you know it's all playing a factor into it that's why for me when I think of branding I don't think of just the logo and design anymore I used to and I think that some you know I think it's still fine that you do but I really think that branding now is so much more if you can get your brand to be story-based, connection-based, intention-based, man, you, you'll you'll get it going. And I kind of want to show you, or I don't know how I would show you guys, but I want to tell you guys about an experience with my own brand and how I kind of went from where I am. So for many of you who don't know, I began this business actually under the name Danielle Marie Creative. Um, to be truthfully honest, I was looking for clients I still, I love my female clients and that's who I go for. However, I was going so much so it's like, oh, Danielle Marie Creative sounds more feminine. So they'll probably choose me more because it's a feminine name. And um, I chose colors like purple and yellow, which are definitely, purple is not my color. It's, it's really not, not for my complexion, not for who I am, not for who I am. Um, and it was a couple months down the road, I looked at the pictures that I had and I would put on purple filters for some of the pictures and I realized this is not me. If someone walked up to me, they would never see me in a purple shirt. 
And if they did, I would really wonder where I got that shirt from because I don't think I even have a shirt that's purple in my closet. I mean, I wear neutrals. I wear black, white, blue. I wear grays. I wear sometimes red. Um, But I'm, you know, that's what I am. And that's, and I was hiding behind the fact that I was using my name and my color palette as a way to think that I'm trying to, you know, get my clients in that way. However, I was actually deterring them because they had no idea who I was. They saw someone on Instagram or Facebook. Wow, she has yellow and purple and her name's Danielle Marie Creative. She must be doing design work of some sort or studio work of some sort. When as my business grew and my skills expanded, so once once I started doing social media work and I started getting into tech side like email marketing, I couldn't just be housed under Danielle Marie Creative. That wouldn't be right for myself and it took and I mean I agonized over what I should call myself which is ironic because it's not the biggest it's not the end-all be-all it's it took a good amount of time for me to realize long term what am I wanting to do with my life what am I wanting to do with my business because for me I know that I want to try and start speaking in a couple years and I want to try and write a book later on down the road and I want to do these kind of things and I can't be named under Danielle Marie Creative. And honestly, it doesn't speak to who I am. So instead, I chose my own name, not because I think people will know it more. I don't think people will know it actually. They won't get it off the back. It's a name. People don't recognize that name until you're more well known. However, I know going forward, it'll be easier for me to brand myself and to pivot my brand later down the road rather than have... um. An, an other name for it. And I'm not saying that works for everyone. Everyone's different. Everyone likes their own name or wants to use a different name. Do it. Do you. Whatever works for you is what what's true. And again, I tell this to every single person, every single episode that I try and remember um, is to really keep what resonates and drop the rest. So if you, if you're, if your ears perked up around the copy aspect and hearing that emotion side, please do it. Or if your, eye, if your ears perked up around the copy, that's something that you could look into. Or if you said, oh God, no, I would not want to change my name to my regular name. You don't have to do that. This is just showing you my experience because I think that if you're able to get more stories from people who are similar to you or people who have gone through what you've gone through, it makes it easier for you to see what options you have because... I know it can be difficult or on the opposite side, which is you have too many options. And if that's the case, if you're feeling a little bit of informational overwhelm by branding and that kind of stuff, I want you to sit down, which you might already be doing, and think about what you're wanting to do long term. What are you wanting to do in a year with your business or yourself in five years? I'm not going to say 10 because 10's a little bit crazy for people, but I want you to see what are you wanting to go towards? What are you wanting your business to go towards? And if that's something where you feel like your name might not be a full embodiment of it, then might be able to change it. Or if you feel like, yeah, this totally is what I want to do, then continue to go for it. And the, the great thing about business and life is that it's not a one size fits all. That's why everyone's brand is different. It's why everyone's business name is different. At least it should be for legal reasons. But, you know, that's the thing is that it's not always going to be a one-size-fits-all. And that's something that I had to come to terms with recently or in the last year or so is that 
it's not always all or nothing. I think that black and white works great for aspects that are similar to that or did the ball go into the hoop? Yes or no? That's kind of a, (laughs) that's a pretty easy one to say. Yet, when it comes to business, because most of us live our business, why would your business only be one facet of yourself? You know, in the sense of when you see your favorite mentors, I mean, I'm, I can't speak too much to lawyers or anything like that, but when you see your role models, do you know that their family's name, their son's name? Do you know that they have dogs? Do you know that their life is? And then the second question is, why do you know that? Probably because they shared it. They wanted you to learn more about who they are and what they do. And same thing is said with business nowadays. It's not all about the pretty picture. It's about what you can bring with that pretty picture to the table. I mean, if you go to any type of dinner, if you look fantastic, which I assume that you probably would, if you go in there and you don't say a word, or if you don't give a story, or if you don't even eat, you just sit there, they'll probably think you're a little crazy. But if you go in there still looking pretty good, and you have this story that just captivates everyone, or you have this insight where people are just like, wow, that's so true, and tips and insight, they'll remember you even more because you were rooted in yourself and your business and who you are rather than just the one-dimensional side. So I only say this because with branding, the way that I love it and the way that I see a lot of good people doing it, like who we'll have on next week, which is... um. Jordan Duval of Ignite Your Soul Brand, she actually talks about this. You know, you don't have to try and get yourself into a box all the time. One of the best things you can do is try and just kind of start and go from there. And I think, and I'm actually going to be trying to do a small series on branding and storytelling for just starting out because I know a lot of people have a problem with trying to figure that out, whether you're starting out or you're restructuring, or you just kind of want to learn more about it because you're like me and love branding, (laughs) then uh, stick along because I'm going to talk about this more in the next couple weeks. Um, And if you have any type of questions or suggestions on what you'd love to hear about this, then let me know in the links below or uh, email me, whatever you want to do, because I want to help you in whatever way I can. So without further ado, I'm going to head off and get some type of food because I'm currently all out of, currently my fridge looks more barren than uh, Arizona desert in August. So <laughs> I will talk to you all in the next episode and I can't wait for you to hear even more. And honestly, really thank you. Thank you for being here and listening and taking the time. I appreciate you just being you. So again, any questions, let me know and I will see you or I will talk to you all then. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.